Hi guys, Evan here. Hope you enjoy this episode with Aaron Sutter, owner and operator of Lansing Lawn Service out in Lansing. Subscribe to him on YouTube at youtube.com slash Lansing Lawn Service LLC. He has two different podcasts, Mowing in the Dark and Mowing in the Light. Check them out on all platforms. Enjoy the show. Sometimes with Zoom, it's a it's a little tricky to try to figure out, you know, how things work. We're just learning everything, Aaron. Yeah, yeah. Same here. Same here. Well, Aaron's like what sixty five episodes in with his uh, podcast. No, I think he's, I think got he's got more, even more than that. Yet, probably more than that, actually. You're like seventy eight uh, or something. I think seventy five will be out on Thursday. Okay, so Ben was close. Yeah, I'm like, but I went over. Off. So in like the Price is Right yeah. world, I would have lost. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, Aaron, it's great to have you here on the Turf Nerds podcast. Yeah, great to be here. So what um what's been going on today with you guys? Because you're up there and uh, Lansing's uh, about 50 minutes from uh, us here in Northville, and I've been hearing the word on the street from you is you guys have been getting some snow and it's been kind of um delaying and um. Dragging out your uh, cleanups right now, let right? Let it snow, let it snow. Yes, it snow. yeah, I was hoping to actually at least get out and blow some leaves today, but unfortunately, the snow didn't melt fast enough. So we've got patches here and there still. Um, and the cleanup that I want to do, it's a doctor's office. Oh, no. And they're seeing, they're seeing patients today, so I couldn't really, you know, I didn't uh. want to disturb that. So, uh, you know, now it's going to be held off until probably next week or a little after because we're supposed to get snowmageddon here coming uh, this weekend. I saw that and I I didn't know if it was going to extend to you all the way, but I saw like Grand Rapids and further west, they're expecting like up to a foot of snow already. Winter is coming. (laughs) So what are they forecasting for Lansing? Uh, They're saying uh, it could be 6 to 12. Wow. Around here... Around here, we don't, you know, they they can't predict it perfectly. So uh, six to twelve is kind of what they're guessing. Now that's that's ridiculous because I think here for our forecast, I mean, I checked it. We're just getting like really low thirties for the next week, and then like kind of snow showers, but then nothing. Like there's no like, accumulation. Yeah. How do you do it there, man? <laughs> well, well, we only get maybe one or two of these a year, so it's not that bad. But uh, it's, you know, this is probably going to be heavy, wet snow, too. So that's really miserable to to plow. I like the light, fluffy stuff. Yeah, because we saw I saw on your Instagram and I listened to your LAL podcast um, today. You uh, put the plow on and you got a nice setup to wear. And so you're you're raring to go, right? I mean, you know, once the once the money falls from the sky, you got to plow it to make that dough, right? <laughs> so yeah, that's right. Yeah, uh, it's you know, I, I'm ready to go. I do have a tailgate salter that I don't have on the truck right now. Okay. Um, last year, I had a, a bigger account, uh, a commercial account that I specifically bought the tailgate salter for. And then of course, at the end of the season, I lost that account because they sold the building and went with, with a management company. So it is what it is, but now I have this big tailgate salter that just sits in my garage, but I'm keeping it right now for maybe, you know, maybe God will, you know, see fit to bless me with another big commercial account. 
Well, the Lord will provide a, uh, the lamb there in the thicket in other um, ways, uh, more than uh, more ways than one. Uh, what what brand was that tailgate salter? It's a Snow X or Snow E X, however you want to say it. Okay, now what does something like that run you? Uh, this uh, salter ran me. I think it was about five thousand okay. dollars. Oh wow! Okay, so. So, and I wasn't expecting it to be that much, but I went uh, at the beginning of last year and picked it up and prices had gone up already on the salters. And so I did the installation myself. So that saved me a little bit of money, but with, with the installation myself, I had a lot of headaches with that too. So I I wanted them to install it, but they were like, Nope, we're not going to install it. So now, whatever. Now, is that like a, did you say like a, uh, is it a hopper? style because it it sits there on the tailgate right because because my buddy had one um his was kind of cheap though so i assume yours is actually probably pretty beefy and um, pretty well built yeah it's well built um so this one it can hold let's see i can put seven bags of salt in it so i don't oh, wow. know exactly don't know exactly how many cubic yards yeah or whatever I, that, or I don't know that, either. that <laughs> but um uh, it's got this little auger at the bottom. So that spins and okay. puts the salt out. It's really nice. Um, I bought a cheap, uh, vibrator for it, which normally guys sure. don't use vibrators on these small spreaders, yeah. but I had some wet salt last year and it wouldn't drop down. So every time I I'd drive a little bit, salt would come out and then it would stop. So I'd have to get out, shake the salter to shake it yep. down. And then go, you know, whatever it was, 50, 50 feet, and then do it again. I got so sick of that. So I, I hooked up, a, I got a cheap $99 vibrator off Amazon. And I'm telling you what, that thing it changed works. my world. Yeah, okay. it changed my world. Yeah, so it was, it was great. Because my buddy had, um, this is probably four or five years ago. Now, I don't plow myself, but I do. Well, I got into the snow game three or four years ago with a two-stage blower. Long story short, as we're here to talk about you, um, my buddies, um, I was at, I do my driveways and then I also help them. And, and now we, we've been kind of tag team. And well, he had a tailgate salter and we spent more time shaking that thing, even when he did have a vibrator to get the salt to come in because the salt like either got clumped up or just sticky. But it sounds like you have a good, well-built unit um, tailgate salter that actually works because... This was just finicky. We were always just dialing something in or the salt was eating away at the, you know, the wires down there. That it's like, oh my goodness. So I'm like, oh no, it's a headache. Yeah. Snow X makes some really good stuff. Uh, I've been really, really impressed. Uh, I've got a V blade now, but I started with just a straight blade Snow okay. X plow. And that was great too. But I got a, I got a bigger truck and I sold the old one. And so I, they recommended that I not put that stuff you know, that cheap blade on, on oh, the sure. big truck. So, so I went and got a V blade. And so now I can plow some real big boy snow. Well, here we go. That, well, that's a good segue to get to the truck. Let's, let's dial this back here. Start at the beginning a little bit, because you have a really, really kind of cool and neat story. How you went from, you know, the medical field era phlebotomist, and phlebotomist into, you yep. know, the lawn care game and your YouTube channel and you're crushing it. And, doing very well but what's what's really awesome about you is though too like you're basically like a like a how would i say like lawn care pastor like you're you're deep rooted in theology <laughs> and you glorify god with your business so i just wanted to just, just bring it back tell us your kind of your your story of what you know 
how you're in the medical field for what, 20 years, all the way up to, you know, present day here with, with lawn care. And how is, you know, the Lord really been the driving force to just your life and, you know, your business. Cause there's many, many lawn guys. It's like, they, they don't talk about Christ, but you talk about him from my perspective. And, you know, like, like even meeting you there, uh, equip expo on a deeper and profound, you know, level, like you've really surrendered, you know, to him and it's evident there in your life. Well, so I actually started out, uh, I worked in retail for 10 years. Okay. Before that, I worked in construction for 10 years. And then I, from retail, I went into the medical field. I only worked in medical for actually two years. Okay. Um, okay. But I was... I was a phlebotomist. I went to, I got a certificate in phlebotomy. That's okay. all you're required to do in Michigan. And so I did that right out of school for that. Uh, I got hired into a hospital, which was just a block away from where we used to live. And so I would get to walk to work every day. Uh, it, it was kind of nice, but um, so. Save it on gas money. <laughs> yeah. Big time. So uh I, I did the phlebotomy thing. I really loved the work. It was great. But the the problem for me was the, the last position. So I differentiate. There's a position at a hospital and then there's per diem. So per diem is like on-call type stuff. So that's why I differentiate because after my last position, I went back to per diem and started my business. Okay. But what my last position was working in the emergency department at the hospital. And in our hospital, we had a, I think it was a 30 bed emergency department. And uh, I was the only phlebotomist in the emergency department. And so we were known in the Lansing area as having the fastest turnaround time for any hospital in the area in our oh, wow. emergency department, which meant that my shift, which was the 430, uh, what was it? I think it was, I think it was the 430 to 1 a.m. position. Oh, goodness. So <laughs> that was the, the busy time of day. Yeah. And so all that work, I mean, I ran from the time I got there until the time I left at 1 a.m. I mean, there were days <laughs> when I didn't have time to go to the bathroom. Yeah. And the the stress level of that was so bad. Was way that, up there. Yep. Oh, yeah. Yeah. At the end of working in that position, uh, when I would be preparing to go into work, I would literally be pacing the floor uh, in my house, just like stressed out, just thinking about going into work. It's and it like was gearing up for the Super Bowl every day, probably, you know, it was it was terrible. It was awful. And so it was that amount of stress. It, it did not go well with me. Um, <laughs> when I get really stressed out, um, I get something that's called Bell's palsy. Oh, sure, yeah. I don't know yeah. if you guys have heard of it. Definitely, but, yes. Yeah. I've had it twice now and uh, half my face goes numb. I've had the left side go numb and I've had the right side go numb. Wow. And it stays that way for weeks. So that's how stress really manifests in my body when I get super stressed out. So it, it was time to, to move on there. So yeah, I, that's I, like where your, your own physical health, you, you required a job change. Yep. Yeah. 
yeah, it was, it was just too much. So I, like I said, though, I loved the work. I, I love helping people. Like that's the whole reason I went into phlebotomy was because I wanted to, to help people in a tangible way. And so phlebotomy is like the absolute front lines of the medical field where if I don't get blood, the lab can't test it. Doctor doesn't know what to treat. So we're like, you know, we got to be there. So that's why I went into it. And so I was really disappointed that I couldn't continue in that. But while, while I was still working at the hospital, I went, I went back to per diem, uh, which was on call. So I would work, you know, I don't know, I would just pick up shifts. And during that time, uh, I went back to per diem in the spring, early spring. So I was able to just transition into starting a lawn care business. Oh, wow. And huh. that was, that was big for me because I went from working in this stressful environment to being sure. outside, you know, talking to no one and yep. still feeling, <laughs> love still feeling, still feeling like I'm helping people. But at the same time, you know, I don't have that mounds of stress. So uh, I started with a, a cheap, cheap push mower from Menards that we just used for our own lawn at home, a curve shaft trimmer and a broom. Man, and, that, and that's how I started. That's grunt work, too. I mean, you're making that tough with the broom. How do you blow with a broom? Right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you, it was. Had you like talked to other lawn care people before you started or had you dabbled in it or ever worked for a lawn care company before, like in your younger years? Or was this just like, yeah, I'm going to do this and I don't know what it's going to entail, but I'm just going to try it. Uh, when I, so back when I was 14 years old, my brother and I mowed our church cemetery. Okay. Uh, so we did that for three years, but we like, nobody oversaw us as oh, sure, long yeah. as it was, as long as it was getting done, they didn't really care. So like, we'd just show up, they provided the mower and all that stuff. There you so go. We'd just show up and be the grunt work. <laughs> and um, so that was the only real experience I had. Uh, the only, the really, the only thing I learned how to start a business with was YouTube. Um, and at that time it was geek to freak Greg Chisholm. Yep. Uh, and uh, I think uh, spent, uh, Spencer Lawn Care was out okay. there. Yeah. And the Lawn Care Millionaire. And that was about it. And so that's like that's, back in the day. That's, that's like a long time oh, ago yeah. almost. That 2014. Because so, my because my first lawn care YouTuber was Brian and I uh, Brian's lawn maintenance. And I didn't know for the longest time that he lived like five minutes from me until like <laughs> later on, like, oh, this guy lives close, but like yeah. you got the, the original six for like lawn care YouTubers. I mean, and, and then after Brian, I found Spencer and then a, a couple others. So that's YouTube teaches you everything, right? <laughs> oh yeah. I mean, I, I watched it religiously just trying to learn. And uh, one thing that I did that really helped me was uh, Greg Chisholm or I'll just call him geek to freak. I hate calling him that, but that's what I think I've ever, I've, I've heard the name. I don't think I've ever watched him though. Well, he's been off YouTube for quite a while. Okay. Um, I can tell you that story in just a second. But <laughs> uh, so I watched him and he what he did is he he was very engaging, but he really showed the little guy how to get started pretty much. Oh, yeah. Uh, he showed you how to do the work. Uh, 
And so what he had done is he made up this flyer and it was just all words, just a piece of paper that he used personally. And, and so what I did is I paused the video (laughs) right there and I basically copied it word for word. And it took me forever because, you know, it was hard to read. Yeah. So it took me forever to type this thing out, but I typed it out, printed up a bunch of them. And then I got the idea instead of, handing these out craigslist was huge at this time okay it was yeah so i i said you know what why don't i just take this and post this on craigslist there you go and i did that and oh my gosh it worked like a charm i mean it was the best advertising i've ever done and so i got it's free too almost basically (laughs) at that time it was free. so I, i mean you got some crap people you know that yeah whatever there's just but, a lot of shady people on there yeah. <laughs> kind of the yeah. bottom feeder type yeah yep but that's how i got started i got my first 15 or 20 clients that year beautiful and and so uh i was able to transition from that little dinky crappy menards push mower and i i saved up and bought a toro time master those are great. And a, I had one. Yep. <laughs> and a and a handheld blower from an arch. So no more broom. There and, we go. Uh, man, that was life changing. Hopefully so. you're buying these on the Menards eleven percent off days. <laughs> no, no. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> well, you can't you can't get a time master at yeah. Menards anyway. But uh, I did nice. get some. I did get the blower at Menards, but I don't think I got it at 11% off. I might have, I don't know, (laughs) but it was cheap anyway. So, but that's what I used for the first two years was just that setup. And it, I, it made me a lot of money. So uh, it was, it was, uh, it was kind of a match made in heaven for me for, uh, for lawn care, you know, going from that very stressful environment to where I could set my own schedule. Now I would still go in to the hospital cause I was still per diem in the first two years. Uh, but I, the second year I basically didn't work all summer at the hospital, uh, which they did not like. They did not uh, appreciate hey, like, that. Hey, well, what happened to Aaron? He was here. Now he's gone. You know. <laughs> yeah. So I, I finally just said, you know, what? I, I'm, I'm just going to be done. I saved up money all, all summer that year so that I had money to make it through the winter. Uh, but just to be safe, I drove Uber that first, that first okay, full, yeah. full winter too. So it, it all worked out. And I, that's kind of the the beginning story, if you will, of, of Lansing lawn service. It's very um, humble, but then now you've, you've definitely built like a little mini empire out there in the uh, state Capitol. <laughs> so yeah. the, what was the process though, of um, kind of your faith behind just, just the um, beginning? I mean, how did the, how did the Lord orchestrate and set things up to you and uh, for you and just provide in ways where you thought maybe, oh crap, you know, I might fold here, but then all of a sudden things, you know, it, it's, it, it looks bleak, but there's always hope, right? Well, to, to be honest, uh, I wasn't, um, wasn't following Christ too well that sure. at that time. Oh, sure. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, it, to be honest, it wasn't a huge part. Okay. of me starting the business. It showed you mercy uh, too. I, 
Oh, sure. I mean, he, he was in it for sure. I mean, looking back, you know, just being able to transition into lawn care from the hospital, um, the ease at which I was able to do that. Um, there wasn't any, like any, uh, pushback from the hospital at all going back to, to per diem or anything like that. So, I mean, it was, I mean, God was really in it, but I, I wasn't really walking well at that time. I mean, I've been a, I, I say I've been a Christian since I was like 10. Yeah. But really, in all honesty, I feel like I, I haven't been a Christian until the last two years. So, sure. Yeah. Okay. Know, so, what, so what happened then, uh, I guess, two years ago that, you know, changed you where you, you became, you know, a solid follower of Christ? Sure. So two years ago, we went on vacation. Uh, we take our camper and we go camping somewhere in Michigan for a week. That's awesome. Uh, I'm, I'm big on taking a vacation in the summer. Nice. Um, you we, have to. We could talk about that if we want, but right now I'll talk about this. So yeah. uh, we went on vacation and uh, it was up at, it was near Houghton Lake. Okay. Okay. Uh, it, you guys probably know where that's at, but most People listening probably. I don't. fished up there. Houghton for, <laughs> for us is about two hours away. So for, for people yeah. that don't know Michigan, there's a lot of great places to go <laughs> vacationing, right? <laughs> yep. Beautiful lakes, beautiful scenery all around. So go, yep. go ahead, Aaron. So uh, I had picked up a book. I'm going to hold it up here. It's uh, it's fam. Family Shepherds. All right. Okay. That's the yeah. name of the book by Vody Bacham Jr. Oh, okay. Right. Oh, dude, that, that guy is solid. Last two or yeah. three years, he's been really solid. So, yeah. So I picked that up and we, we got up there. We stopped at Meyer and I picked up a 24 pack of beer. <laughs> and I was like, we're going to, we're just going to, you know, relax this weekend. Uh, I don't drink anymore for those who want to sure. know. But. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, while I was, you know, just sitting at the camper, drinking the beer, I was reading that book. And for some reason, it just got a hold of me. I, I don't understand why or how, but I kind of credit that book for for kind of changing my perspective yeah. on, on the Christian walk. And um, he really got into like what we do at our house now is we do what we call and what Vody calls uh, family catechism, where Perfect. you can get you can get a catechism like a Christian catechism, not a Catholic catechism, uh, and and you can just ask questions and you can go through it. And so we do that as a family. We try to do it every night, but we're not very successful. So we've been doing that almost since I read this book, and it has been very transformative. And so just. Over over time, I just started getting more into the word and and having more of a desire to read the word. And now it's it's like I'd rather do that than go out and work or or anything. There there's days where I go go out and start work quite late because I just get sucked in to the Bible and I can't, you know, I can't put it down. <laughs> so um it's not so a bad thing. Yeah, that's kind of the transition there. Uh, it's not anything spectacular, but um, I, I feel like I had a kind of a conversion two years ago where, you know, 
I mean, an another thing that happened was uh, at the same time that I, I read this book, I, I searched while we were on vacation uh, for like, because this book sucked me in for uh, some movies or documentaries or something. And I found the documentary American Gospel. Oh, that's a good and, one. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's a really yeah. good one. That but that debunks yeah. the um, prosperity gospel big time. Right. Right. And so I, I watched that. Uh, I got home and rented it and watched it, um, loved it. And I, that with the book, just like, just got the ball rolling, I guess. And so now I've watched the American gospel, the whole series. There's like three of them or something. Yeah. I've watched, I've watched two of them at least three times. So, I mean, it, you know, it, it, it that was those two things combined uh, really got, I don't know, it got the ball rolling. And I feel like my, my true conversion was two years ago. I mean, just think of it. The Lord got a hold of you through a 24 pack of beer and a pastor from Africa. <laughs> I mean, go figure, right? Yeah. It happens in the yeah. most strange and bizarre ways. And now it seems like it, like every day and even through your business, through, you know, your faith podcast too, Every day, it's, it's, I mean, I met Aaron at the expo, but, you know, just through getting to know him with his podcast, I, I felt like I've known you for a long time just because we, because we, we all share what we're trying to do with the podcast, though, too. And, you know, to glorify through the lawn industry, I know there's a lot of, um, with, with our industry, and you, you could probably vouch, Aaron, there's, we're sometimes label, labeled as kind of the rag tag kind of bunch. You're just kind of a low life. Oh, you're not really making good money, you know, type of thing. But, you know, these guys are, I mean, I'm, I'm a huge sinner, you know, right there with Paul, but our industry is hurting for, you know, our, our, we, we, we need Christ in the industry. And it's, it's hard to preach it though, too, to the, these guys, there's some pretty rough, uh, uh, rough and tough lawn care guys that I've worked with. I'm like, Oh, I got to try to, you know, <laughs> set this example. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. And so with, with the faith Friday episodes that I do, my whole goal behind those, when I started them, I like, I, I really resisted uh, sure. the 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 leading of the Holy Spirit, I guess, to oh, do yeah. that. Uh, but something that spurred me on to do it was Jeremiah Jennings with the Growing Green. I think it's Growing Green podcast. Some, okay, yeah, something like that. But anyway, Jeremiah Jennings did an Easter episode on his podcast, and I got to thinking to myself, you know, if he can do it, why can't I do it? You yeah, know, exactly. And, and but I had been feeling like for a while that I, God was saying, you know, you need to do something here, and so. I go to a church where we do Sunday school and we have like what they call expository preaching. Amen. And we basically, we basically do the same thing in Sunday school. We take a book of the Bible and the Sunday school teacher just stands up there and reads, we, we read it and then we go through it verse by verse. And so I just took that idea from Sunday school at church and just put it on a podcast pretty much. And it's been amazing that that people listen to it. Like I'm surprised. Yeah, well, you know, I was going to ask what kind of reaction you've gotten from people so far since you've been doing that. Uh, it's the Faith Friday episodes are my most listened to episodes. Wow. So so yeah, it was super surprising. Uh, so I I just keep pumping them out. 
and it's tough. I mean, it's hard, hard work. That's some I'm, good prep though. To, well, uh, at first I didn't do any prep. Like I, I'd read it. I'd read the chapter on my own and sure. then just try to let the Holy spirit, you know, kind of bring things out. That could work too. Was okay. <laughs> yeah, that was okay. But now I'm doing more preparation. Uh, and it, it's certainly not enough, but it's what I have time for. And so I, I'm doing more of that. And so it just, it is what it is. I'm, I'm just trying to make it the best that it can be. Uh, I'm by no means a Bible scholar, never went to Bible school. And so for me, it, it, it takes some work and some thinking and a lot of prayer because, you know, <laughs> I, I don't know, like I get done with some of these episodes and I'm like, where did that come from? <laughs> You're like, I said that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like I'll listen back to them and I'm like, I can't believe I, I didn't. Cause I, I don't know. Holy spirit just though, happens. Too. Yeah. Yeah. I guess so. And it, it just, it seems to work. And so uh, my whole goal is to get God's word into people's ears because there's such, there's such a, a, what do they call it? There's, there's so much biblical illiteracy oh, yeah. in the church oh, today. Hit the nail on the head. It's, and it's so, like, oh, it's, it's sad. Yeah. And you, yeah. Like, so like you, you said though, you go to a church where you have Sunday school and there's very few churches anymore that have Sunday school. I mean, it's like, right. I remember when I was a kid, it seemed like maybe it was just because every church my family ever went to had Sunday school and it seemed normal, but that's kind of a foreign concept now, you know? Yeah. Yeah, it really is. Uh, I, I was a worship leader. Well, I still lead singing at church once every four weeks or whatever, but I don't consider that being a worship leader. I consider that being a song leader, kind of that facilitates worship. Okay. Uh, I was a worship leader for 15 years where I had a band and I played guitar and all this stuff. And I'm telling you what it, I did I, I almost despise worship music today. <laughs> it's just because <laughs> now that I know, like now that I'm actually reading the word and actually studying it, yeah, like worship songs just seem so shallow to me. Oh, is now most of the no theology yeah. to me either. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, I I'm I'm not trying to put anyone down who loves worship music. Okay. I, I loved worship music. We we get what you mean. Time. So I mean, don't don't take that as an offense. But at some point, the the problem is with churches today that yeah. that only do modern worship music is that their congregation never grows beyond that. Yep. They never grow deeper. It's like, it's like drinking Mountain Dew for breakfast, you know, oh. it, it's good for a minute, but, <laughs> but as soon as that, as soon as that buzz wears off of the sugar and the caffeine, you're you lower go? than you were before. Yeah. It's like a Ted talk at a rock concert. Uh, some of these churches are kind of exactly turned yeah. into, I mean, there's even a documentary with Hillsong. I don't know if you've seen that, but it, why think was, so, yeah. why was, you know, with the Hillsong Church with Brian Houston and Carl Lentz, why were their songs so relevant to today? Because they tugged on you with all the beautiful 
and perfect chords, but they missed a grandiose bigger picture. Yeah, and they have these repetitive choruses. Which they're, they're, they they actually emotionally get you to feel like epic and brave. It's like they're missing it. It's like, hey, it, there is some experience here with, you know, the Christian life, but not everything's based off of uh, emotion. Emotions last. It's God's words first. And what <laughs> his said, that, you know, facts don't care about your feelings, you know, type of thing. So, right. but the, <laughs> yeah. the old, old time hymns, oh, those hymns. have some like real deep theology. Martin Luther hymns yeah. are great. Um, but yeah, a lot of this new, mo- I mean, there is some, some good modern worship, yep. but a, a lot of it is, you know, just very shallow. Like, like I think yeah. we've said here. Yeah, I, I really appreciate the the people, the artists that are redoing the old hymns and oh, yeah. really making you know good music out of those uh, because you're getting the music and the depth. Yeah, but amen. Like w- like what you said with Hillsong, like that I led almost exclusively Hillsong songs when I was leading <laughs> worship, and because it seemed like people were worshiping. What it really yes. was, most of the time, I can't speak for people's hearts, okay, oh, yeah. but most of what it was, was emotion. Yep. I knew, I knew that I could craft a song in a way, play a song in a way to evoke certain emotions from people. And so not really knowing that, I just followed the example of everyone else I saw. That's what I was doing. And so it, you know, it, I I don't know where I was going with that, but, (laughs) um, but it's, there's so much more depth in the hymns and that's now we do some choruses at the church that I go to, but I feel, I feel like myself as a song leader, I'm supposed to lead hymns. And so that's what I do. Uh, I go to a very conservative church. Um, I go to a Mennonite church. I don't know if you okay. know. Oh, yeah. No, Mennonites, yep. Uh, not Amish. We're not Amish by <laughs> any means. <laughs> but, um, we have conservative values. Um, Amen. We have, we have, I mean, we're a Mennonite church. We have a Mennonite foundation. Anabaptist is really what we say. Okay, but, yeah. Um, but we have people from all kinds of denominations that come to our church. Uh, because they get more out of the service there than they do at these modern church services. And so, you know, whether that's good or not, we are a small church. We're not, we're not, uh, we're not crafting our services to reach the world. Oh no. That's, that's not what the church was intended to do. The church was intended to build up the body so that, the church could go out and spread the gospel. Yep. And so that's, that's where our church is at, but I don't know where to end with all that, but <laughs> <laughs> kind of to land a plane and get and kind of go back. We'll, we'll have you here for like five, five minutes or so. So with sure. that being said, uh, how do you operate Lansing lawn service with your faith? You know, your kind of rebirth and newfound faith to pass, you know, two years. Sure. Um, I mean, nothing much has changed with the business on, on like the, the work side, sure. uh, other than, you know, it, I'll, I don't get a chance to talk to my clients a whole lot. Yeah. Um, they just don't come out and talk, but there was this older lady. She was actually my first customer, first client that I ever had. Uh, and she, oh my gosh, you guys, 
<laughs> I don't know if you've had a picky customer. Oh yeah. I have all this those. Lady, <laughs> this lady was the we, pickiest person I've ever seen in my entire life. We did an episode that we didn't air just because we, yeah, <laughs> I had complained too much about picky yeah. customers. I had, I had put a label on the clients. If, if I was a comedian, it would have been fine. I didn't say anything. I'll text you what, 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 what I said here. And I labeled one group of client, this type of person. And I'm like, listening back. I'm like, you know, this is funny, but there's someone that's going to light me up and I gotta, gotta set the example. Anyway, right, back to the story. Yeah. So, so she was picky and she was, I mean, she had a terrible attitude. She, uh, she was extremely hard to get along with. Yeah. I mean, she didn't have any friends. She, she was divorced. Uh, uh, her family, her children didn't want to spend any time with her. She was in her house alone pretty much because of her attitude and just the her personality and so i took her on because i didn't know any better sure. and just did the work because she was paying me uh i <laughs> i tried to increase her price a few times and <laughs> oh, I, I, was I was successful a few times but she would she would always get very upset if i tried to change anything so you know, finally, I just said, you know, I'm just going to leave the price here. I'm just going to do the work and I'm just going to, you know, put my head down and do the work and try to be, you know, try to be somebody that this, this woman can rely on in her life. Yeah. And so she uh, actually uh, was diagnosed with a terminal disease. Mm, it was a lung on. disease. And I don't know what it's called or anything, but she passed away last year. Mm, okay. And I, you know, because of, you know, staying there and working with her for, for six or seven years, a long time, uh, she would, she would, you know, call me up essentially. I mean, she, she would call me up with have something to complain about, <laughs> but then she would just talk to me for, you know, 20, 30 minutes. Okay, and sure. so, um, over that time, you know, she felt that I was a friend and she would just talk to me about anything pretty much. And so at the end there, when she was quite sick, I was able to share with her, you know, Jesus Christ and, you know, and just kind of talk to her, encourage her a little bit. Um, and, you know, I, I don't know what impact it had, but, uh, you know, I'm hoping that she's in heaven today. Uh, Amen. And I, now I'm, even though it really stunk having to work those seven years with just this picky, negative, <laughs> cantankerous person. Yeah. Uh, in, in my opinion, it was all worth it. And so, you know, even, even if nothing came out of me sharing, you know, the gospel with her, I, I was able to do that. And so, you know, I think. I, obviously I, I know it was worth that. So, oh, and great. I would do it again. That's so that's, that's, a, that's wow. That's where, that's, that's where I want the business to be. Yeah. That's a, that's a backbone. Cause you know, that's fulfilling the great commission though, too, because I have a problem of talking too much, but a lot of my clients I've developed on a, a family and friend relationship. I'm, I'm always trying to peel back the Shrek ogre layer to, you know, get into 
Hey, how can I pray for you? Hey, praying for you. Try to subtly drop Christ or is what you did was more direct there. And you just, I mean, you, you shared it to her basically like on her deathbed though, too. And I've tried to done that, done that, do that with um people though, too. And that, that it's, it's so much more rewarding just getting into people's lives and telling them the love of Christ and any sort of financial blessing that, you know, we could ever, you know, get it. There's so much more. It, it's, it, it's an eternal impact. And it sounds right. like you did that. Yeah. It, it's not all about the money. Um, you know, if you're a believer in Jesus Christ, that's, that's your commission. And so uh, if, if you're not at least, at, at least walking, right. You know, uh, to be an example for your clients, uh, that's the least you can do. Yeah. But if, if you can, you know, over time share with them, you know, if they ask, you know, or say something like, you know, you're really, you're more different than the other yes. companies that I've had, you know, then the doors open. Yeah. And that's and, it. And sometimes, you know, we get nervous. I get nervous to, you know, step up and walk through that door and, yep. and share the gospel or anything, but we need to, we need to do that. Because, uh, yeah. I mean, we weren't put on this earth just to run a lawn care business. Nope. No. <laughs> we, we were put here for a much greater purpose. And so if you can, if you can actually stand in that and know that this lawn care business is just a, a means to an end. Right. Then then that's that's where we need to go. And that's that's kind of what I'm striving for. You know, I'm certainly not perfect. But that's where I'd love my business to be. That's pretty awesome. And and with yeah. that, that's that's a perfect way to kind of land it. I mean, we have so much more I, things yeah. that we want to ask. I, I just I don't want to hold you. <laughs> we've got to have you on again because, uh, you know, this was awesome. But I think we also want to dive into a couple more things with your business and YouTube and how you got into that. But uh, I feel bad to even try to segue into anything else after, you know, we had such a powerful discussion there. Sure. Yeah. I'd be happy to be back on. Good. Well, then you're on the books. We'll uh, we'll, we'll get get you back sooner than later. So, yeah, I think so, uh, because we've we've wanted to kind of take the podcast in the direction where we're We're incorporating faith a lot more pivot more faith in there it's been we're this was, trying to do that so this was awesome you just and opened the door for us aaron yeah we glory to god because of you <laughs> I'm, I'm, glad, I'm really glad we had you on i'm glad you know we had tony our, our, oh tony our last we had uh, last tony week great. we tony shout out to tony and my uncle greg anyways tony was great Hello, this is great man i we i had to do a better job even hosting and steering the ship because we talked about so much stuff I'm like I gotta get this down to one topic sometime with some people. So, oops. <laughs> no, this well, this was good. Tony, sorry, Go Tony will yeah. t- Tony is a talker, man. <laughs> he will he will he'll take he'll take control of the ship. He did. He he, he loves to to talk lawn care equipment. Uh, I love Tony. He's a great he's, great. He's guy. great. But we just yeah. got sat there like this because we didn't want to um like interject or butt in. I'm like. Okay, this is good stuff. So I'm like, so, I'm like, man, let's let him talk. The, so. the Tony episode's a two-parter. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I got that one edited, but I think I, you know, I might want to put Aaron's up before Tony's again. So I, I I'll probably do that. Yeah, I so, think we want to get yeah, this Aaron, out sooner rather than later. Sooner this, than later. This so is I think all good stuff. Yours is the one that I'll probably be working on later on this week because I mean, back to kind of snow stuff. I mean, 
I hope to get two or three jobs. Aaron, it was miserable out there working today. Like it was, I mean, we didn't have nearly as much snow, but it wasn't really wet, but the leaves were damp enough where even with my Echo uh, 9010T blower, it took me two and a half hours to blow around the perimeter of this pretty big size house. And if you saw this landscaping, you would be, oh, you would just be fuming. So yeah, I, yeah, I'll have time. I'll, I'll put this up uh, probably later on this week or probably this weekend. So it's been a great episode. Yeah. And we, we would seriously, you know, fairly soon like to have you back so we can, we can talk some business stuff and then also uh, delve back into the faith stuff some more. Sure. Sounds great. I'd love to. Aaron, thanks for being on the Trip Nerds Podcast, man. Really appreciate it. You bet. It. Yeah, thanks for having me, guys. See you guys. Thanks. Thanks.